to the latest episode of the Dynamic Leaders Podcast. This solo podcast today is brought to you by Sweat with Stods. Go to www.sweatwithstods.com today and see what she can do for your fitness future tomorrow. We are getting our sponsor out of the way here because I want to be able to dive right into today's conversation. But real quick, I just want to remind everyone, next week we are back with a regular guest episode And if you have a minute and you listen through Apple Podcasts, please take that precious time and give the show a five-star rating and review. It helps us find other dynamic leaders and it helps dynamic leaders find us. And away we go. Today's episode, as you may have already noticed from the title of the podcast, is on mentorship, but it's on specifically virtual mentorship. Time is our greatest resource more so than money. There's no what came first, the chicken or the egg, in my mind, when it comes to time. Without the advent of time, there isn't money. So while money can afford us a lot in life, time is really our greatest resource. Because of that, it's often difficult to find consistent time with a mentor. You have a busy schedule, and they do too. We live in a technologically advanced world that doesn't limit our mentorship opportunities to just face-to-face meetings or even traditional phone calls. The internet gives us access to learning libraries our forefathers never could have dreamed of. As such, there really shouldn't be any excuses to find resources to help you learn, grow, and develop. If mentorship is a phrase that scares you, let me tell you that adding virtual to the phrase makes it a whole lot less daunting. Being virtual oftentimes gives you control. So if you aren't good with time management, maybe you should listen to a podcast on it because you still won't learn and it'll be difficult to achieve your goals if you don't manage your time in a way that can help you succeed. Okay, so we get the time management aspect out of the way. Now let's chat about the vast libraries of choices. I'll start with saying that I'm not going to cover all the virtual mentorship options. Instead, I'm going to focus on options that have worked for me since I can speak to those a bit more. Virtual mentorship comes to me in two main forms, books and podcasts. Books were really my first vehicle for learning and virtual mentorship, but to be honest, I didn't always love reading the way that I do now. Now I read dozens of books per year, many of which I take detailed notes on. When I was younger, TV and movies were more of my learning vehicles. There's still a lot of great visual content like that available, but for various reasons, I spend considerably less time watching TV and more time reading these days. When I was a teenager and I was trying to get into reading, the only books that consistently did it for me were biographies or autobiographies. There's just something about learning through other people's experiences that is very powerful to me. I can still remember a book I took out in the eighth grade on Andrew Jones, who is a borderline Hall of Fame baseball player, played for the Braves, played for the Yankees, amongst other teams. And I remember that book very vividly because I will always remember how when Andrew was growing up in Curacao, his native homeland, his dad would always race him at the end of workouts. And his dad never let him win. 
But during the race, the whole time, Andrew said that he always thought he was going to win because his dad would take it easy and Andrew would be coasting along. And then at the very last minute, his dad would pull away and leave him in the dust every single time. I thought that was an amazing story and something that Andrew attributed to him being able to overcome adversity and just strengthen his mental fortitude, both in athletics and in life. So when I decided to get back into reading, probably around 2015 or so, naturally, I went back to a formula that was already proven to work for me. I actually remember one of the first books I read was a biography on Jackie Kennedy. For those who don't know, I am fascinated, some say obsessed, with the Kennedys, but I never read any detailed accounts on Jackie, who in her own right is just as interesting as the former president, John F. Kennedy. Biographies are also interesting because they can so vividly bring you to a time in which you didn't live, or even bring you back to a time that you were a part of. And in Jackie's story, I was transported back to the early 20th century. And in many stories that I read, I get to travel through time or remember times where I was younger. Anyway, biographies are big with me and so are self-help slash learning slash developmental type books. Like how I'm selective with the people I read about, I'm also picky about the self-help type books because there are so many options to choose from. One of the ways I narrow down my reading interest in both areas is by focusing on my specific niche, which is sports. I've long gravitated to sports, even before I started my own business, my own podcast. So to filter through the noise, it's helpful for me to take this approach. Then if there's a really highly recommended book outside of my niche, I'll put it on my list. Oh, and that's another good point. Make a list because it can get long and you will forget. I have two lists, one on my phone and another on Amazon. So before we switch over to podcast, I wanted to shout out a bunch of my favorite reads from the past and I'll link to all of these books in the show notes. A bunch of my favorite books are as follows. Welcome to Management by Ryan Hawk. You Earn the Right to Win by Tom Coughlin. The Captain's Class by Sam Walker. You Win in the Locker Room First by John Gordon. Work Rules by Lazo Bach. Legacy by James Kerr. Above the Line by Urban Meyer. My Fight, Your Fight by Ronda Rousey. Getting to Us by Seth Davis. Leaders Eat Last by Simon Sinek. Coach Wooden in Me by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And finally, Start Where You Are by Chris Gardner. You might already know Chris's story if you've seen the movie Pursuit of Happiness, but I highly recommend reading the book anyways because it's completely different from the movie and is a really good reminder that you should always start where you are right now. Legacy and Work Rules are probably the books I most enjoyed, and I've referenced before that they were both inspiration towards the work I do, not only with Talent 409, but also with my upcoming book, Culture of Excellence. I'm not going to hash through the details of all these books, but I do highly encourage you to check them out when you finish this episode. Oh, and a third favorite in that list is definitely Getting to Us. So at the very least, 
consider checking out the top four that I just mentioned. Okay, on to podcasts. I'll admit that I was a late adopter to the podcast craze, but at the insistence of my wife, I dove in headfirst in December of 2017. Since then, I've logged countless hours learning, laughing, and enjoying listening to my favorite podcasters while I work out, go for a run, or drive in my car. Unlike books, where I'm very particular about what I read, podcasts have afforded me the opportunity to branch out a bit. I've been introduced to fantastic learning leaders like Ryan Hawk and Molly Fletcher, I get my sports fix through Bill Simmons in the Ringer Podcast Network, and I laugh hysterically, and people driving in their cars past me probably laugh at me too when I'm listening to either Bill Burr or Conan O'Brien. In this way, I'm like a podcast chameleon, and I can blend to my mood or whatever is most current. Again, there are so many podcasts out there. And I'll admit that it's been harder to sort through that noise than with books, but I love it nonetheless. And if you are listening to this podcast, I can already assume that you enjoy them too, but just know that there is a vast library of information out there. If you know what you're looking for, you will find a show that works for you. One of the really cool aspects of listening to podcasts that I want to mention from a learning perspective is that One of the ways I've been able to improve my delivery and the way that I conduct my shows is by listening to really great podcasters. One in particular, Conan O'Brien. If you haven't listened to his show before, he is remarkably good at connecting with his guests. He is very confident in his approach and delivery, and he laughs a ton, which is something that I've tried to do a little bit more in my podcast and enjoy them a little bit more instead of being so serious and so stuffy all the time. Leadership and culture building is tough work, but you can still have fun doing it. And I think that by listening to all of Conan's podcasts since he first started his own back in, I think it was late 2018, sometime after I started mine, I've really gained an education in that way. So even me, I'm learning in the ways that I'm encouraging you to use podcasts and books as a virtual mentor. So I've outlined two very practical and simple ways for you to find virtual mentors. Now it's up to you to do the work from here. Books may be a bit more time consuming, but even there, audiobooks are becoming more and more popular, allowing you to listen like you would this or any podcast. This is my roundabout way of saying there are no excuses for you to not find a mentor. It's still January, and there's so much of 2020 ahead of us. Don't hold back. If you want to grow, you can. The Dynamic Leaders Podcast is just one way to help you discover your talent altitude. But even I don't pretend to have all the answers, and I will not be upset if you supplement other learning aspects in combination with my podcast. That's all for today's show. Thank you for listening. Again, we are back next week with your regularly scheduled guest episode. Please stay tuned and come back for that. And until next time, take it easy.